Welcome back to the City of Palms podcast. Two brothers got together to shine light. Well, we started a podcast to shine light on talented individuals in the Southwest Florida area. Thank you for watching, viewing, and subscribing. Episode 121. We back, we back, we back. And it's been a minute. I can't lie to you guys. It feels strange being in the studio um, doing this podcast, honestly. Can't we lie. even set up the wrong mic first. Oh, now we got it. Yeah. Sounding good. Yeah, sounds crisp. Uh, it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. How y'all been? How y'all been? Uh, for, for, for the break, let me just explain. I want to come out. Um you know and just say you know we're still here episode 121 we ain't going nowhere what had happened was we got sick you know i got i got sick and then brian got sick as soon as i got better and i was sick for a minute too i was sick for like an entire over a week really it was seven days really uh that i was sick and so longer than that that i could actually be out and about and um same with Brian. So, but we're back, dude. So we don't stop, man. Um, missed out on a couple of guests having to take off those couple weeks. We did miss an interview or two that we had. We did planned. But we did. It was time sensitive. No longer gonna work. But we're here, and we got plenty to talk about. We do. That's um, a good part about breaks. Yeah, a lot's happened, and a lot is happening. Um, comment down below. How are you feeling? Comment if you missed us. Uh, episode 121, dude. We've been here 121 episodes, man. Yeah, dude. Been doing it. Yep. Been doing it. Um, I do, I do want to start, because I had a pretty, pretty good day. It's been a nice Saturday, but I, I, I started my morning doing yard work and I airdropped you a video that I want you to pull up and, um, take a look at. And if you're listening, you'll be able to hear Danny's phone once he pulls up this video, but if you are not on YouTube, go to YouTube because there's going to be visual elements to this story because I had a boss battle today, dude. It's pretty intense. Oh my god. I just found the king goddamn toad, dude. This is scary. This is scary. Oh my god, that thing is so big. Again, go to YouTube. You'll be able to see how big this thing is. It is unreal. Subscribe while you're there. It looks like a video game boss. That head. Yeah, the way it just peeks out and then jumps. Get the action shot. Nat Geo. Hit us up. Oh my gosh. So... So, so that video ends with it jumping. You see how I've got my recycling bin on a pallet? Mm-hmm. It ju- I thought it was gone. Because the whole time I'm thinking, I need to dispose of this thing. And I will preface by saying, I know we talk a lot about animals on this show. And I know f- a few times we've talked about killing animals on this show. I do not like ending life. I love life on this planet. I know, but, but I've also learned a lot about invasive species. And... Bufu toads, a.k.a. cane toads, a.k.a. the thing that has plagued my yard and, I guess, this whole area. 
are dangerous invasive species. They they are poisonous and they can kill dogs. And I just so happen to have a Great Dane. And my best friend and roommate happens to have another dog. So anytime I see these cane toads, they're gone. But they I haven't disposed of them properly. So like they smell really bad whenever I just like throw them over the fence or whatever. They reek. So I was looking at this thing thinking like, I don't know if I should just let this thing go. But I'm like, no, I can't let this thing go. So it jumps to this pallet. And I think it's gone. But then I see there's one break in the pallet and it's poking its head out looking. And this thing's huge. So if you're not on YouTube, I'll explain it. This thing is literally like, how big would you say that is? And comparing it to something else. Like, Probably like the size of like a home wrecker from Joe from Moe's. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty it, beefy. The size of like a decent size shoe is how size, big this thing is. Yeah. Like a, like a, like a, my shoe, 10 and a half. That's how big this toad was, fat boy. But anyways, um, once I see it was poking its head out, I'm like, you know what? I got to try to get this thing. And I'm done with yard work at this point, so I'm ready to like go in. But um, I had to do it, bro. And uh, so I went inside, grabbed the little BB gun, and I'm not, I don't really want to make this very graphic for the <clears throat> listeners, so like I'll spare some details and like fast forward. But this thing was a battle, dude, because you know like normally with the big like hand-sized toads that we deal with sometimes, I figured out how to just like pop it in the back of the head and it like it's done with and then you know you can bury it after that but um this one was different bro so so literally it's poking its head out and um i ended up getting it like uh, right then and there like in the head like i normally do and but it didn't it, it ended up just spazzing out and like running out into the yard and going crazy and so and then it was just this whole it was seriously like a 15 minute battle of like i ran out of ammo at one point and then it wow. went back under the quarter pipe and was just like chilling trying to hide out like duck and cover but i'm like i had to go I, I, I it was in there so i just let it sit in there and i went inside and grabbed more ammo and then went for round two and literally it was like i had a health bar dude legit like i could just see it like getting more and more fatigued more and more injured and then it and, and it, at one point dude it was coming for me i'm not even joking <laughs> i'm not even i'm I not bet. even joking I because because it seriously like trying to shoot it yeah because whenever like it literally felt like the King Cane Toad that like was the ruler of all these it that we've been was. dealing with. Hopefully because, now they're all dead. Like and I guess Kyle's seen it before. When I was telling Kyle, he's like, I think I've seen it out there before. So it's like this mythical thing, dude. And it was symbolic too because a lot of the yard work I did was cleaning up the last bits of like the plant stuff and like old like stuff that's just been kind of like piled up that we need to ditch. I finally like got it all cleared out the side of the house. I cleaned it all up, mowed it, everything. So... Um, it was almost like the last, you know, cause a lot of the cane toads would kind of like, uh, congregate around these areas of the house with like overgrowth and like areas of the house with like big pots full of dirt and stuff. So, um, so, so I'm going at this thing and it's coming at me at one point. So I'm like freaking, you know, bobbing and weaving trying to get this. And I had a big pot of soil and at one point this thing's injured and I had a moment to where like, I didn't. I wanted to be as humane as I could, so I took this big pot of soil and I just like flipped it over on top of the the toad. So I just had this big mound of soil on top of it. So I'm like, all right, that is gonna just have it be there for a little bit, and I can figure out how to like dig a hole and like get this thing disposed of. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even kidding you, as I'm like getting the post hole digger ready and all this stuff, and like putting putting my my like you know clearing a, a spot for it, I see the soil start to move. And it pops its little head out of the soil. And I'm like, no way. This thing has still got 
still got a uh, health it's meter. Still going. It's still going, and, and it, uh, eventually, I was able to like finish it off, get a good hole dug. Dude, the post hole digger sounds like a good way to get them out. Oh yeah, that was my original plan. I was I was just gonna like use that, but dude, it was it was. <laughs> Yeah, that's scary. It was a battle, bro. It seriously felt like... I know you haven't played many of the Legend of Zelda games, right? Right. A lot of those games, like in the temples, a lot of the concepts are like, you know, there's the like temple in this area of like the forest or whatever, and there's all these like evil, just like murkiness of the forest. And as soon as you clear the temple and beat the boss, the whole forest goes back to like what it was, like like beautiful nature and stuff. So it's And it's like, it's always... That last battle of versus some big like forest creature that you need to kill in order to like finally be rid of the like darkness. So it, it I feel was, like it would be a cane toad in Zelda too. It would do right, dude. And it's crazy, man. It was crazy. And I bet. yeah, bro. It was it was an event for sure. But got all the yard work done. Yard looks great. Uh, laid a bunch of grass seed. It's been a good day, man. Chilling. Glad to be here on the podcast. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we're here, man. I'm glad we're here. Hopefully, I was thinking, like, oh, hopefully it's like when they say when you kill the queen ant, how they all die. That's what I'm thinking. You kill the queen king toad, they all die. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Or at least they all just find a new spot to live. Yeah. Or just be too scared to, like, wait. The king's gone. The king's gone. We can't stay here anymore. Exactly. Yeah, I'll flee. Like Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille? You remember that? No. <laughs> Did we watch the same Ratatouille? I don't really remember much about Ratatouille. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't? How do you relate that to Ratatouille? Because they had to go, dude. Remember they were staying in that person's house? And then next thing you know, they got caught. <laughs> you remember that? And the grandma started firing at them. Pop, oh, and then, pop. yeah, and then they all had to flee. They're like, we're out of here. Into the city. Yep. And then in doing that, Ratatouille got lost, bro. Remy. Rat. <laughs> Ratatat. <laughs> Ratatouille, bro. Second time we talked about Ratatouille on the podcast. Ratatouille, bro. I really, it's a. Uh, ever since that movie, I mean, it's a. Uh, have you ever been to a restaurant and seen Ratatouille? Uh, I don't recall ever seeing Ratatouille on a menu I've been to. That's when you know you're eating fire. Yeah, if Ratatouille's on the menu. Yeah, that never, or Putinesca. Yeah, I wouldn't trust that though. Putinesca. It sounds too Polish for me. <laughs> Shut you remember up. where the, what that's from? Nah. Lemony Snicket? Nah. Violet makes Putinesca for uh, Olaf? Nah. That's the only way I know about it. I don't even know what Putinesca what is. is. Oh, I don't, yeah, know. don't know. Pasta dish, maybe? Uh-huh. Sounds like it. Poutine? Sounds like poutine. You know what poutine What's is? What's poutine? I've heard of that. Like fries with gravy on it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Never had it, though. Me either. Um, yeah, I, I want to eat ratatouille, though. I mean, What is ratatouille? A soup? Nah. Honestly, I think it's cut up like I could be completely wrong. I should probably Google it. But I think it's cut up like veggies, like eggplant, squash, stuff like that. Mm. Cut up in like their little circle. Like, like a casserole? And they're put around with like some sauce in there, yeah, and baked. Oh, so almost like a casserole. Good. But let's look it up. Let's see. What is rat tattooey? Bro. A vegetable dish containing onions, zucchini, tomatoes, eggplants, and peppers, fried and stewed in oil and sometimes served cold. I would never have a cold ratatouille, but I would fry that up, bro. 
I would take a fried ratatouille. You called that. Yeah, that was fire. Zucchini and squash. Yeah. Sounds good. I've seen the movie a couple of times, dude. I know what ratatouille is. It's <laughs> a good movie. It is a good movie. It is. Enough about Disney and Pixar. Um, you got any updates you want to touch on? We got um, we Battle of the Barracks that we could talk about. I mean, you know, I'm chilling, man. You know, I didn't win Judah's Jeep. So it'd it be what it be, man. That's just because it's rigged, though. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, nah. Um, yeah, I didn't win it, but it's all good. His um, videos have been fire lately. Yeah, his videos have been fire. Shout out Judah. Yeah, he's, he's, big shout out he's Judah. He's killing out. He's killing it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy, though. I'm loving my car. Loving my Infinity. Um, been kind of looking at, slowly looking at what's next. I want to wrap it, but at the same time, I want, I got some other things that I want to do to it. Thinking about new headlights. There's some really cool headlights I could get, but they're just not cheap. Are you going to go mainly cosmetic since you just invested For so much sure. in the yeah. performance? The motor, yeah, the performance and motor is done now. You know, the next thing I'd do that would be cosmetics and kind of like like performance would be uh brakes i want to get all new brakes and rotors i want to i want to do um black rotors that'll look murdered out yeah black rotors drilled and slotted so drilled and slotted black rotors i I really want to see black rotors first because i don't want to have too much black but um what color would you make the calipers? Red, still. Nice. Yeah, yeah, but drill, drilled and slotted like you have. Um, your car with the R spec came with upgraded brakes, but yeah, like right now my my like hubs are all rusty and stuff like that on the rotors. So, what does drilled and slotted mean exactly? Like they have like like it's literally like if you look at the rotor instead of just being like a solid metal around, it's literally like drilled and then there's be like slots too. Oh. It just helps cool down the brakes so more air can pass uh, through it. I see. That'll yeah. be sick. Yeah. Have you ever, like, did you ever, like, be driving on a mountain when you're uh, in Pennsylvania and, like, have to, like, you know, when you're, like, going down a mountain, you're going down, down, you know, a, a big mountain or whatever, you're driving down a lot, you have to, like, break, you're braking a lot, braking a lot, and when you get down to the mountain... Did you ever like get out and look at your like rotor? Uh-uh. We were in the Audi and like we I don't know how I got out and looked, but we were going we were in Georgia and the Audi going down like a mountain. Um and I was like braking and gassing and braking because like I had I would have the windows down and the turbo in that car just spooled because it had like a chip and it was tuned and all that. And I think it had a blow-off valve, honestly, because the turbo just spooled. And uh, especially just in colder colder weather like that, like, dude, just wait till you take your car to, like, up in the mountains. It's, it's just, it's amazing. I was, like, just hearing a turbo in the mountains, just like, um, so this car was, turbos, and spooling. And someone cut us off and, like, almost hit us, like, almost killed us, dude, coming around a mountain. And so I think when we got at the bottom of it, I was like, let me just... Let me just chill for a sec. Or I think maybe I smelled something, and I got out and looked at the rotor. The rotor was, like, orange. Wow. Because of how much it was, like, Jeez. breaking and how hot it was. So that's why, too, it, you know, just it's important it, when you're, you know, if you're racing your car hard, a lot of braking and going and braking. Um, 
it's good to have the drilled and slotted rotors that can cool down faster. That makes sense. Yep. But yeah, I feel pretty good too. You know, the Camry, I put some, I put some TLC and some, some real needed TLC in the Camry the other day. And what I did to headlights, like just made me feel really good because they were so ugly and it never really bothered me because I never really cared about the Camry that much. But now that it's like better, I'm like, man, I don't know how I went so long. Like it just looked so like, like crackheadish almost with with the yellow they were lights. so yellow I yeah know, they were dude. foggy they were so bad and really it made driving at night way worse you know didn't even it's something i didn't really think about mm-hmm. um but now that you know now it's like way better like i used to always just prefer to drive the infinity at night because i was like oh the camry's just not a night car i guess with the headlights <laughs> but uh it's it's so much better now that's yeah, good yeah it looks good you did a good job that must feel good yeah especially because the oil too, like I changed the oil and that was like, it was going for like 7,000 miles before and I, I don't ever go that long, but um, usually I change it like every 4,000 miles, but yeah, this one just got away from me, so I needed to change the oil bad I put air in the tires, which they were all a little low, which was kind of weird, but it felt good to just know mm-hmm. they're all good now. Um, and then clean the battery terminals too. The battery terminals were really like all eroded. Corroded, yeah. And Dale's got this cool like terminal cleaner, which is like this little cylinder, which is like wire brushes, and it oh, fits, and it just fits right over the terminal, and you just like that's sick. Yeah, and then he's got a wire brush that I just taken, and then air vacked it all out. Um, the weirdest thing was when I I don't know if I told you this or not. I don't think so. When I re-plugged in my car. It was running crappy. It was running rough. Yeah, and you were to, like, saying that it was a common issue yeah. with Toyota Camrys. Yeah, I had to like reteach it how to idle, which was the craziest thing. I'm glad that all worked out though, because I would be tripping, dude, if I like did all that and then like. The yeah, I was. Just, ah. I was like, really? Um, but yeah, like today, I was a little sketch to like drive it. Um, to work today, just because all that happened like yesterday, I knew it was probably fine. But last night, I took it to go get gas, and I forgot my wallet. And don't have, like, I have my old debit card on Apple Pay, so I couldn't use Apple Pay. So I'm like, damn. So I had to go back home, get my wallet, go back to the thing. And then I filled up on gas, which is good because I drove, I drove a lot today for the leads. But, uh, yeah, it felt good. You know, felt good to just put that TLC in the camera. Yeah. Um, and it feels good once, because, like, none of that stuff is really, like, too time-consuming or whatever. But, like, to knock out... A big old list of like little things like mm-hmm. that it just feels like finally i don't have to freaking worry about those anymore yeah yeah i want to change uh i want to change the oil in the uh infinity the in yeah the, the g i'm gonna probably do that friday you do that more frequently than the camry i imagine yeah I, I, yeah that one for sure every like four thousand miles but really both my cars i'm pretty religious on doing it every like four thousand miles yeah the Infinity has a reminder set where like it'll it'll say like change oil every time I get in. That's cool. Mine does like four thousand. Uh, the Camry does too, but the Camry you can't like reset it, and the Camry comes on every five thousand. Mm. So I have it. You know, I have my tachometer set to where I can monitor it, and I I really do stay on top about changing it every like four thousand. But every five thousand is not too bad. I use full synthetic oil, and they give that a life of seven thousand miles. Like mm-hmm. on the bottle, they state, you know, 7,000 mile oil change. Mm-hmm. No, they, they state like, oh, change it every 7,000. That's kind of how my day today was too. I took care of a couple things. Like I had so much oil from oil changes, but from the van to my, my car, like just all the oil changes. 
had it all still in the garage because I don't I don't ever throw that just like in the garbage. I always want to like take yeah. it to AutoZone and or whatever and recycle it. And I so I had probably six or seven like five quart um, jugs full of oil, and then I had my like reusable thing that I use for my car's oil changes where it just like fills up and then once it's full I take it and dump it. I I used to just like dump it right back into the five quart thing. But I don't do that anymore. Um, today, that was one of my errands, though, was I just filled my trunk full of these. And there was an old battery in there. I don't remember whose car that was from, but there was an old car battery in there, too. And they gave me $10 store credit. But, dude, my car was – it was funny, too, because I put – I had, like, some tools from Zach and Dad that I had to return. So I put those in my car. I had a bunch of Goodwill stuff I took out of the garage from, like, me and Kyle's accumulations. Put that in my car. Filled my trunk full of, like, all this – oil and then I had to stop at the bank I stopped at Lowe's to talk about them skating with snacks donation stuff so I like just toured through San Carlos and like dropped off tools to Zach got the car cleared out a little bit stopped at AutoZone cleared out all that oil and the battery and just just by the end of the trip once I got to mom's my car was empty got all the errands done and I'm like heck yeah that's nice such a good feeling yeah that's good that's good I'm hoping I can get new taillights before the end of the summer True. True. That's one thing I really got to do to my car. Yeah. Get those taillights fixed. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. You could find them. Yeah. Even if you get. Yeah, I mean. As soon as I sell the the surface tablet, I'll I'll just use that money. Just hoping I can do it before summer's out. It's all good if not. Yeah. Whatever. Um, the barracks was pretty exciting, huh? It was, dude. That was cool to watch. That that finals night was cool. Um. Yeah, that was that was that was a good game. That yeah, was a good game. What did who did you predict was gonna win? Jamie. Remember. When yeah, when he was in the finals, I was like. Jamie. No, but when we were uh, talking on the podcast, I don't remember who you predicted. Oh, Jamie. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> like, I actually predicted it exactly right. Yeah, no, Jamie. Um, I think I said. I don't even know. Didn't did I say Seva? And like I don't even know. Yeah, I think I predicted Seva was gonna win the whole thing. Or I wanted Chris Cole to win the whole thing, and I thought the finals was gonna be Seva versus Chris Cole. But I low-key think I maybe did predict Jamie. You might have. Cause I would like think I was like, dude, if Jamie because I remember always seeing clips from that kid and just thinking, I was like, dude, if he ever gets into Battle of the Barracks, like he's gonna win it. Like, he can do tricks that nobody can. And sure enough, that's the way it played out. Yeah. If you saw that episode, comment below what Danny's prediction was. Yeah, dude, please. Because we talked about it a couple episodes ago. Chat. What's the chat say? Pull it up. Oh, we're not live yet. Not live yet. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Yeah. But yeah, I'm it, in the pit. Sorry. It was super cool. Jamie Griffin is uh, on another level of, with flat ground. He is, dude. I, I almost feel like he... What letter did he have whenever he... It, was it an... I don't even think it was that close of a game, was it? Didn't wasn't he have K? I think he had K. Maybe A. What was the final match? Seva played. Um, it was uh, what's that kid's name? Tyler Peterson. Yeah, no, that was a good game actually. Now that I think about it, because they were both doing crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, bro, that dude. Tyler kid came correct too. Yeah. It was like a good game to the point where he he had like K or A to like yeah. where the point where he had some letters on him. Yeah, and I was like shit. What was, there was some, I mean, there was a handful of tricks that they, like, Jamie set, 
that Tyler did that I was like, what? But there was one in particular that I remembered, like, I don't remember what the trick was. You'll have to go watch, see the episode for yourself. But um, there was something that was like a trick that very few people do, and they both did it like properly. And I'm like, whoa, I feel like it had a heel flip in it. Yeah. Some sort of like I know, I think back I know three heel flip about. or something. Because I just remember, yeah, being like, whoa, and then like he lands it. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. No, uh, I know what it was. It was um, switch double heel or regular double heel or multi. I think there were multiple double heel flips in that that both of them did. And I was like, the fact that because usually double heel flip is one that like, think about how seldom you see a double heel flip. You very rarely see someone do that. And when someone does do it, it's not like a hail mary kind of like. Like, I bet yeah. Chris Cole could probably double heel flip, but it would be like a, let me just flip a heel flip extra hard and, like, pray to land on it. But yeah. they both did it, like, like they do it in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's a go-to trick. Yeah, I feel like some pros have them like that. Like, just, like, the doubles on lock. Because I, I saw a lot of that this year. Seva. Yeah, for, he does well, him proper for sure, double yeah. flips. Because he does, like, he catches a kick flip so good that whenever he double kick flips, he catches it, like, like yeah, how people no, catch exactly. kick flips. It's His gnarly. pressure flip, too, was like whenever the third place game, him versus Chris Cole. Chris Cole did a pressure flip, and, and he's like, nah, Seva did one, and he did it flip. crazy good. Yeah. Yeah, his pressure flips are like, wow. His skating, every trick he does yeah. is popped so high. And and at the end of the day, too, he skates for blind. I'm like, how do you skate? I feel like him and Jake must be getting them special blinds. They don't get the, zo- they don't get the yeah. blinds you find at Zoomies. Yeah. And what uh, TJ Rogers also skates for blind. That's like whoa, what the skating he does. Um, but what what's his shoe sponsor? Seva. Uh, it's not Etnies. It's not S. It no, it actually. I think it is Etnies. Is it Etnies? I think. I'm trying to think of what he wears because I feel like he wears like New Balance. Because he's tapped in with. Well, that could be through Red Bull. I'm pretty sure it's Etnies. Could be. Does it say in his bio? Uh, no. What's up with skaters taking it out? Yeah, I feel like that's, like, commonplace. If you're a pro skater, to just, like, list. Let me just look at this video and see what shoes he skates. Tori Pudwell doesn't New Balances. New Balance. I knew it. That's in that clip. Let me see. I don't know if he's on the team or if he just skates them or gets, like, shoes That clip, there's Nike's. Yeah, he probably doesn't have a shoe sponsor then. In that clip, there's Adidas. Because I noticed in the Tory Puddles Big Bang, same thing. Tory Puddles wearing Lakai's, Nike, hella Nikes, hella um, Vans. He was skating a lot of Vans. Did you see his skate clip today he posted? Tory? Yeah. He said second time skating since breaking his ankle. He does a switch flip crook at the, wow. where, at the uh, courthouse. Jeez. I think it was at the courthouse. Yeah. Or no. I don't know. But he, he did a switch flip crook and like wow. beast nollie flip on flat. I think it was his flipping ankle that he broke. So, nollie flips and switch flips, he's still got, like, nobody's business. He's been training hard, and he's sponsored by Red Bull, and Red Bull takes really good care of their riders as far as, like, insurance and rehab and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know he's coming back, correct? His yeah. bigger bang, bang park w- part was awesome, dude. It was. That's, like, going to go down in the history books, dude. If you if you listening have not seen Tory Pudwell's bigger bang, go watch it. And I also advise you pref- uh, watch the... Uh, Big Bang first that he released like 10 years ago. Big Bang, Kamehameha. Um, have you uh, have you seen that one DIY part? 
I think it was... No, I meant to watch... Vincent Alvarez? Alvarez. No, I meant to watch it, because I remember him teasing that on the Nine Club. He was saying, like, how he was working on a big, like, DIY thing, and I think um, he didn't even, like, want to disclose any info about it, but I meant to watch that. I haven't seen it yet. It was sick. That's when they were talking about the difference between concrete and cement. Mm -hmm. He literally... So, when I watched it, I I was just fiending for something new, like... YouTube's been dry this week. Like, YouTube and podcasts have been so dry this week. Like, when you and I got sick, everyone else got sick, too. For real. So, nobody's been posting podcasts. So, I was like, what the heck? And nobody's been posting YouTube videos that I watch, either. And Same here. I know. Yeah. That's so, actually... I was like, YouTube's been dry for me this week. And I, so, I was, like, looking for something skateboarding-related to watch. I was hyped that that Tory Pudwell part came out of nowhere. Because I was like, yes, this is what I was, like, needed. 12 so, minutes, too. Yeah, something big and juicy. That was a good part. Um, and I before I watched the Tory Pudwell part, I watched that Alvarez part. Now I didn't look at the name. All I saw was Thrasher posted something. It was a part, and it was a few minutes long. I'm like, all right, I'm watching it. Um, and so watching it without knowing that it was a DIY part, I was like, what these people have done, dude? Like we get in trouble for putting our own bench in a parking lot, right? Skating and tennis, bro. These people, dog, they have slotted ramps, like a quarter pipe, a prefab quarter pipe concrete slope, like concrete, like just like a concrete ramp that they can literally bring anywhere, and they just set it there the day before. Concrete cement it the top and the bottom, let that dry, come back the next day, and it's a spot. And then they move it. Yes, and then they tear it down, and they have it, and, and it's on to the next. And I'm like, or maybe if they ride with it, they vibe with it, maybe they want to keep it. Uh-huh. But, yeah, like, you, the way that they do it, bro, like, it's literally, like, man shit. Like, you see them pull up to the spot, big-ass white utility van. They they pull out, you know, a, a big old, like, Home Depot cart, load it with, like, cement bags, and, like, they'll pull up to the spot, like, really working. Because on some spots... It's legit like DIY. There, I think there's one like DIY park in there where it's like they where it's I think they've just like yeah. their fortress dude. I saw and, a guy had some clips there recently, and it's sick. And it's sick, and you see them just putting in the work for it. You know, the blood, sweat, and tears, and it was cool. And so I was like, "What is going on in this park?" When he skated the tree, that's when I was like, "All right, what's going on?" And then that's when I was like, "Oh, it's a DIY part." I was like, "That makes sense." It was sick, dude. Sick. Dude, literally, like, the littlest piece of, like, cement, like, just, like, literally, like, if this were a tree, and he just, like, the ground's here, he literally just, like, put, like, a little spit of concrete there to just, like, <laughs> ride up a tree. I'm That's like, crazy. Dog, he's so gnarly. Yeah. It's part, we gotta watch it after this podcast. Yeah, let's do it, because it's only, it's only like a five few minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We got some stuff coming up pretty soon that, that we could touch on. Yeah, I'm so excited. Let me just say, dude. So by the time they're listening to this, we'll be there. We'll have already been there. Yeah, because this will come out the Monday we get back. So we'll we'll, oh, we'll currently Monday be in Jacksonville. We'll be there. Yeah. Yes, dude. Yeah. When y'all are listening to this, if you listen to it the day it comes we'll be out, we get ready to check out of the hotel. DM me and say, Jax. That's all I want to hear, Jax. And we the, the, last year was so good, and this year. Having already experienced last year is going to be so much be better. better. We got a better room. We got better seats. We got be- 
better dude like it's 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 indoors they released the um i'll put a graphic in for the youtube viewers but they put they released the the course and it looks so awesome dude like we've already been talking about it but like the i'm so excited for sls to be back in arenas and for it to be such a unique looking course it's gonna i'm so it's gonna be a weekend to remember this is the first time it's ever been in jacksonville in an arena yeah and it's the first one that's been in arena. This first one that is in an arena since 2020, when uh, lockdowns and stuff. Everything else has been outdoors, and it's way different for the pros outdoors. Like they always comment on how like the elements really make it challenging and like just different vibe wise. So it being indoors, hearing the roar of the crowd, like air conditioning, it's gonna be sick, dude. And and I really I think we are really gonna like buckle down and, and make some content while we're there too because last time we did kind of treat it like a vacation and this time it's gonna be the same but I do I just feel like there's gonna be more opportunities to like vlog it and just like get some cool little you know who knows what we'll come up with but but y'all will see you know like the the following week we'll have we'll have stuff come out and you you guys will see check our Instagrams and stuff yeah stay stay tuned for uh you know the the Instagram the YouTube. Uh, we'll be we'll be dropping some content. Man. Yeah, and make sure to watch watch it too. SLS season is per- debuting. I guess debuting is not the right word. Premiering this 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 contest circuit is premiering it, in Jacksonville. Well, if you're listening to this, I guess it's too late. <laughs> but if you're there or if you went, DM me and say, Jax. Remember Jax? <laughs> <laughs> Jaxed if you went. Um, <laughs> Yeah, nah, dude. It's gonna be hype, man. November when we went and back in November, it was the best, dude. And I'm I'm also excited to document the content for it because looking back, like looking back on the few videos I have from November when we went, gives me goosebumps. Changed my life. And uh, you know, I advise if SLS is making a stop in your hometown or anywhere near it, like Jacksonville's five hours from us, but it's the closest they've been since when they go to Miami, but anytime they're close to me, I'll go because it's definitely worth it. You know, I, yeah. there's a lot of talk about this, talk about that and the skate culture, um, about certain type of events like this. I was talking to a friend of mine and I asked him, I was like, you going to SLS? He's like, no, I don't go to events like that. And I'm just thinking, what do you mean? You don't go to world worldwide, like best of the best skater. Like, what do you mean? I'm just thinking in my head, this was a skateboarder you were talking to. Mm hmm. It was Tooch. Wow. Screw it. I'll air it out. <laughs> He's the homie. But I mean, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't understand why to each their own. But to me, so motivational, so inspirational, especially like the scenario for it. I mean, for those who don't know, it's like when we went in Jacksonville, like we stayed in the same hotel as the skaters. Like I, I literally went back to use the bathroom in the hotel and I can't, I was coming back the day of the finals came back behind Jagger Eaton and I followed Jagger and he went and won the world finals. Yeah. You saw him skating to the course. Yeah. And I saw him like skating to the course and, uh, you know, saw him just ignore some people that were trying to talk down to him, like, and just saw him came in and conquer. And, uh, that changed my skating, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, I've learned hard flips since then. So what's up? <laughs> and it's a hard flip, not a pop shove it. Yo, the other day too, I was skating. So funny. I was skating and I was popping hard flips and Salve and Braden were both like, they both seen me do them. I landed them and they were like, damn, like they were, they both were like, since when? And I was like, yes, yeah, sir. Like, you know, a you little, know, you know. little month now or so, a little couple months. 
And then, like, they had brought a friend there that I didn't know, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe they didn't bring him there. Just some kid was there. Another kid was there. He's a cool kid. But um, I did it. I did a hard flip and landed it again. And he's like, he, like, looked at me, and he's like, was that a front shove it? And I just was like, like, everything just, because for those who don't know, just check the reel on my Instagram. It'll make sense. Uh, And... He, so yeah he's like is that a front shove it and I was just like I was like I tried a hard flip just made him feel bad I was like <laughs> I tried a hard flip and I just kept skating but yeah I was like bro it was a hard flip yeah that's like, the thing and, and I tell you there's been there are people who like like Kyle Happel was one who people used to call his hard flip shove it's but it's really? like yeah but no they're not it's like there's a certain way it's because but the, I like that way yeah, it's, Opposed it's, it's like, like when it really it. goes like back, like you know how people like will hard flip like a varial, but it goes the other way. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I like when it goes <clears> under <throat> the legs. Yeah, and it's like that's how like how like they the Muska frontside flip. It's the yes. same exact concept. That's how like, I'm gonna, if I ever when when I frontside flip. That's how you'll do it. It will be a Muska flip. Yeah, and you could. I bet. I guarantee if you went out there and tried it, you could. You could oh, because could with how you sure. hard flip. That is a musket flip. All you got to do is just like kind of adjust your shoulders and oh, land fakey. So yeah, but it's not a shove it, dude. And it's not a back, it's not a front shove it either. If it was a shove it, it looks like a backside shove it. That's more vertical. But it's not. The board flips. And the dude told us to slow-mo it. And I was like, I did. He sent me a slow-mo of it. And I literally watched it, watched it, watched it, watched it like 30 times. If it's a shove it, why can I see the graphic? Literally, I was like, is that a hard flip? <laughs> and like it flips. But it's just one of those like illusion things. And if it's like... If it's a shove it, that's a like banging ass shove it. You know what I mean? Like if you want to look at it as a shove it, it went between my legs and like flipped like a hard flip. So like yeah. that that's pretty pretty badass shove it. I know. But it isn't. It's a hard flip. Yeah. Um, Go check the reel if you want to see for yourself because it's still up there. Yeah, I'm trying to get his 10k. So go, <laughs> so go see it. Uh, go peep it. Like it while you're at it. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, and you'll see the reel of the G37 if you haven't seen my Infinity. It got tuned, which is another reason I'm hyped. It's like when we were there in November, you know, we drove the Infinity. It was completely stock. I've had probably the the window, you know, probably had the window cover things on it, the mm-hmm. the, the chrome delete around the window trim. That was it though. But it was completely stock, and I just remember seeing that kid's 350Z, and I was like, man, I can't wait till like mine's tuned, my car's tuned. That'll be you and this I'm time. I'm going back this year. That'll be me. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up there too. Like, pull. I'm gonna pull up front while we drop our bags off and make it seem like we valet tight ish. A lot of Yay! Maybe I will valet the car, so we don't have to park in the. Put it in. Test out the valet mode, the valet tune. <laughs> hey, because them, bo- well. them boys will be wilding in it for real. And you've never tested it, so I mean, you might as well. I just wonder how that works. Like, how does it work valet mode if like. It's like midnight and you and I want to go get like some grub and I'm going to have to like hit valet man like, yo, where's my keys? I don't know. I don't know how that works. My car is cool too because I know like my key, like my, my car is push to start, right? But I've never valeted my car. Yeah, my car is push to start. So, but they have like this where I think I give this to like the valet guy. I don't know. Maybe, no, I give him this. I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe <laughs> yeah. I should figure that out. Yeah, I've never valeted or thought about it. Me so either. I've got no idea. But 
Valet mode is a good idea. Mm-hmm. In case they want to be whipping it. They yeah. can't be whipping it. That'd be cool to valet and like valet and he parks my car like right next to Ty's van. And Nigel be like looking at my car like, damn, that's sick sick, sick G. What's his uh kick flip over it? What's the the BMW M eight? Is that what he's been posting? Yeah. Recently? That's super sick. His video him good. He's a good driver too. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, he whips it. He whipped that thing. That's so sick to do, dude. That little donut he did, that know, little figure ski. eight and just pull off. I was like, bro, I wanna do that. What's the specs on that thing, you think? I mean, you probably know. I mean... Because isn't, like, the M... Isn't, like, the lower the lower BMW models, like, aren't they pretty badass? Like, the... M8 is probably a V8 twin turbo. Or a V8 supercharger. He's got the newest year, Nigel, so... Let me just... See specs. Yeah, it's a badass car. He's got a lot of cool vehicles. He does. Does dude. he still have the R8? Nah. He oh. posted something the other day that was like, yeah, I know you guys haven't seen this car in a minute. I'll oh, be man. posting about the build soon. Oh, and it was an Audi. Maybe, maybe he does. Yeah. So I think it might have been, I don't know like cars as that well, so I couldn't just like know it off seeing it, but he posted like a little something and I th- and it was an Audi. So I, and I know he used to have an R8. I don't know if it has turbos. No? It might, it's, it's just saying 4.4 liter V8. It's got 617 horsepower, though. Stock. That's badass. $130,000. See, that's why I don't understand car specs. How? But wait. That might not be the car he drives. I don't know if it's a 2022 M8. Maybe it's just a different thing because this one's saying all-wheel drive. And I mean, from his video, looking like a real-wheel drive. The way he was skirting, but maybe with 600 horsepower, maybe <laughs> maybe you could skirt around like that with an all-wheel drive. How does it... Because you said wait, it was 4.4 liter V8? Yeah. What are, what are the... What... Isn't the must Like the Mustangs you see around here that have 5.0 on the side, mm-hmm. isn't that a 5.0 V8? Mm-hmm. And how much do those cost? Or what's the horsepower on those? Are those the same, you know, like matched specs? That's, as far as horsepower goes? Because those cars are significantly cheaper, aren't they? Yeah, significantly cheaper, yes. Um, those are about 60000 so about half the price, but about half the horsepower. How? The way the car is built, you know, um, has, has, you know, like, for instance, I mean, it's a good motor. Well, what the crap, dude? It confuses. Let me. me conf- I, I'm confused because. Because how? Yeah, how is it like 4.4? It's gotta have. It's a smaller engine than the Mustang, but faster. But I get. Are, are the Mustangs twin turbo? Wait, uh, wait. Let me just read it. Given their restrained exteriors, the 2022 BMW M8 coupe and convertible could be confused for regular 8 series models, but their conservative looks hide ridiculous performance. Although BMW also offers a similarly silky twin-turbo V8 powertrain on the M850i, enthusiasts know the ultimate experience. I don't really know, dude. It's not saying... It's not saying that it has a turbo. But... Is that like a website, or is it just like a Google search result? Google. But it's like... I, I, I went to a website. I went to Car and Driver. Oh. 
That's weird. Now, <clears throat> now it's saying twin turbo, but this is on the convertible, the coupe. So, hmm. but, but he was driving a four door. Yeah, this is yeah. I think they're. I I would imagine they're both twin turbo, because you're right. If if you know if it's coming with double the horsepower, but like a, you know the other thing has, you know like those a, Mustangs a Mustang. don't have turbo, right? No, just a flat flat five zero, V eight. But I know too, like BMW is a higher end car. So yeah. it's a nicer car. And so, there'll be more to the performance than just the size ex- of the engine. Exactly, exactly. So like BMW, they've got like some smart engineer, German engineers. Yeah. But but there's more that goes into it because like the maintenance is more like if something goes wrong, yeah. You gotta pay. Or rather like like when you got a Mustang, something goes wrong. It's not so bad. Want an oil change? You need a specialist. <laughs> no, I know, right? BMWs are nice. Uh BMWs yeah, sick. I see some. Even just like the more like basic ones that I'm just like, that's a sick car, dude. When I see an all black BMW, I'm like, I know. Uh, my car gets like hella looks, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. People be like miring my car so heavy. I love it. It's got that look. Yeah. It's mean. <clears throat> it's mean. I love it. Yeah, you did good with that one, dude. Because it's not even like. You didn't spend an arm and a leg, you know? Like, you don't have some, like, luxury vehicle, but you have a solid-ass car that, yeah. like, looks good. And insurance is going down for right? some reason. Yeah, dude. I'm like, let's go, baby. Yeah, bro. I feel so blessed vehicle-wise, dude. Especially, like... For sure. Because I, I, don't, I don't need, like, anything very luxury, but, like, my car feels like my car, and it's paid off. So that's, like... What? The fact that it's paid off is crazy. Yeah. Um. Such an asset. Yeah, dude. Literally, like, if you ever needed money, obviously don't sell your car, but if you ever needed money, that's a quick 10K. Yeah. Easy. Like, tomorrow. Right? (laughs) Yeah, that's why I can't wait. Like, I'm trying to really prep financially for, like, you know, just the future and stuff, like, the near future. And, um... Bro, you know it would be a good idea? What's up? Think about this. Hear me out. Get your money right. Because when the market crashes, this is what you should do. I heard this on a podcast today and I was telling Bree, like, I was like, this would be the perfect idea for like someone like Brian to do. And she's like, someone like Brian, why not us? I was like, because like, hear me out. Market crashes, buy a fourplex. Or if you can't have the money to buy a fourplex, buy a duplex. But the reason I say buy a fourplex is because a fourplex, you can still get residential financing. So, if, but if you buy like a fiveplex, now you're on commercial finance. Okay. So it's not the same like terms and conditions. But you could you, finance it like you're gonna live there. You mean? Yeah, you could finance a fourplex with the same terms and conditions and ratios and everything as if it were a <clears throat> single family home. So okay. if you were to, if the market crashes and you were to be able to get into a fourplex for like half a million dollars, um, and with first time home buyers they would only be asking like three three percent to like three and a half percent so you could put down what's three and a half three percent of you know five hundred thousand that's do the math right quick why is my calculator just closed out five hundred thousand times three percent fifteen thousand so if you spend a band just throw fifteen thousand on it buy the duplex obviously throw some money in it 
like you'd have to get another loan out from the bank and put take like 20 G's out to like upgrade the showers and the fourplexes and the floors and paint, you know, mm-hmm. all throughout. Fix it but up. then you live in one side, you you rent out the other three. I don't know if the market crashes, what rent would be going for, but just say 1250 a month on mm-hmm. each of them. 1250, 1250, that's what 2500. Another 1250 is 2750, right? We still doing the same math here? No, thirty-seven fifty. Thirty-seven fifty. My bad. My bad. Didn't go to college. Um, thirty-seven fifty. So that's thirty-seven fifty a month you'd be getting. Your mortgage on that would probably be somewhere from. You put down three percent. If you put down that three percent, your mortgage would probably be depending on what the interest rate is at that time. Uh, your more you'd probably be looking at like anywhere from a thousand to two thousand a month yeah. on mortgage. You're pocketing way more than that. Mm-hmm. So you're living for free because, you know, you're renting out three sides. You're living for free. And getting money. And getting money. Yeah. You're getting money to live there. Yeah. And, and and then you also have extra money. So if, when one guy says, oh, my water goes out, like, you have money. You're the landlord, yeah. too. So, yeah. you you know, you have money to, like. You got a little stockpile. Be able to, to be dip like, into. yeah. And then when you do that for long enough, then you take the, you know, you're saving with all the extra you're getting. You're profiting. You're saving. You're working. So you're profiting. You're taking your money. You're saving. You're saving. And then you buy another house for you and then rent out the fourth unit. Then you've now you've got a house that you own and you, you know, you're landlord of a fourplex that, yeah. that is, you know, that is a good idea. And it's not too much. You know, if you had four different properties and you're watching here and you're renting out to a family of four and a family of two and a, and a Canadian snowbirds and, you know, but if you just have a fourplex, four people, yeah, and if two, you live in the one, it's like. You can kind of see your landlord, so you can see you're there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is a good idea. Mm-hmm. I was listening to this podcast. And I feel like we know enough people to where, like, at that point in the market, there might be, like, three homies that need a place. And it's like, okay, let me rent it out to y'all. You know? Like, you live there, you live there, you live there. Mm-hmm. And then we're on, like, first-name basis. It's not, like, some random person. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I feel it's like I'd be idea. good at that, too. I feel like I would you be would. Good, good at, you like, would, bro. staying and organized. That's, and that's... That. How, bro, that's real estate is how you do it, bro. Like the passive income, you feel me? Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to get that mailbox money to where I can get money without running leads. Like that's why I told Donnie, it's like, you know, I've got, I've been blessed to the point with, you know, running leads where I've gotten some money that I'm looking for that cash flow investment. Like I want to put, instead of having $5,000 that sits in the checking, I want to put 5000 if you buy a house, let me put five thousand towards it. And when you sell that house, let let my five thousand grow to eight thousand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Let me just pocket that small change. So then when you next do the next thing, I'm gonna throw another five, pocket another three, or maybe it turns to ten, you know, mm-hmm. and just do that slowly and slowly. Um, but I, I'm praying too. That's my biggest prayer right now is like being able to buy a house, whether it's when the market crashes, if it crashes, or when it crashes. Um, or just if it doesn't, you know, it's like when I was driving down the, the, the beach the other day and just looking at those mansions, I was like, you know, just something in me was like, you know, I, I, I have stopped wanting it, you know, like when I wanted my infinity, like I was getting my infinity, like there was nothing in my head that was going to slow that down, stop that. Or like I was getting the car, I wasn't getting anything else. Um, and I had that faith knowing no matter how long it took, I was going to get the car. Mm-hmm. And I thank God every day, like literally every time I'm done driving the car, 
I either do it when I'm inside or I just get out the car and I just touch it. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. And I just like pray over it because it's, it is such an answer prayer. And I think I've went long enough. I got the car. I'm so happy that then I got content again and, and not, and not content because I am still striving, but it just seemed so impossible with this market for me to get a house. But the more I've been in the word, it's like, you know, the last thing, you know, the last thing that it is is impossible because, you know, God can, can and will find a way. Yeah. And like I said, whether that's now when the market's high or when the market crashes, I want it to be when the market crashes because, dude, it's sickening, bro. You look at houses like in the park now for like 300000 and it's like estimated mortgage payment, 2200 a month. And yeah. it's like, you know, our brother got his house for, I'm not going to say what he got it for, but he got it, you know, years ago. And his mortgage payment ain't bad. Like, it's doable. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, 2200 a month is, is not doable. Like, that pisses me off. Yeah. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, to people like us, it seems, like, impossible. Like, it just seems like all the odds are stacking against yeah. us pursuing that. And we're at the ages where, like, that's what we're trying to pursue. Dude, I went to a house the other day um, that was, like... It was a huge house. I Zillow all the houses before I get out to them just to see kind of what I'm working with and when they were sold and whatnot. And this house actually didn't pop up. <laughs> <laughs> on house, YouTube, you'll see where we're laughing. This house di- actually didn't pop up on YouTube, uh, on Zillow. But uh, um, I found it. I Googled the website. I Googled the address and found it on a different website. And it said the estimated rent was 10000 a month. I was like... What? And it was in Naples. It was a one-story house. It was in Naples. It was like not even... It was a nice house, but it, it wasn't... Like, dog, 10 Gs a month. I That's was insane. like, what? That's insane. Yeah. I was like, bro. But as I'm passing these mansions, you know, not that I need a mansion, but... It would be so it would be so cool to have like it would be mm-hmm. and I'm not like, you know, I really don't strive after something like that. Really me. Really, I don't because I don't even really like the beach. What what I really am sought after is like what I have in Briarcliff, like a big piece of property. Yeah. Yep. With like, you know, a house on it, a nice house. And like if on that property, I, I would make it so dope. Like I don't own the house I'm living in now. But if I own that place, the yard would be like. I would put, I would strive to put so much money in it, like, yeah. like legit. I would raise the entire land so it's not gonna flood. I would like, I would put light, like there'd be like pillars all around my yard, like big pillars, like light posts with like lights going. So like when I flip a switch in my house, my entire yard like lights up, you yeah. know. And and it'd be like so vibey, yeah, with like a half pipe, um, you know, brick pavers walking out to the half pipe. Um, I, I always like, I would want a huge yard, like pr- preferably like bigger than what I have. Like if I had both houses and oh, yeah. just had that entire backyard, like yeah. I would want to be on some acreage, yeah. especially like if it were in another state, like realistically. So realistically, when I always thought about like, you know, what my, my thing, it's, it'd be in a different state. Um, you know, like just eventually, you know, just have property in a different state. Did you ever watch the show? I forget what it called. The Hay Show. You probably didn't see it. Like Hayes and Nash Greer. The Greers. I never something. watched top, it. I heard about Greer, it. I think it was called. Or maybe. I don't know. Uh, Raising Greer. 
Yeah, I don't something know. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. But, I've never seen it. But it was a good show. And you see you see on there the, their family's property. I think it's somewhere in North Carolina or somewhere in Georgia. And they're on acres. But, like, what's cool is, like, like they have woods, like, all around Georgia. You know, they got, like, woods. And, like, so if you have, like, a property here, well, you got woods behind you that's owned by so-and-so or whatever. And, like, generally there's trails that run through. You lived in Pennsylvania. You know. And... That's that's like my goal is to have like just get like be blessed in the situation where I can get like an a, be blessed with like an acre or two or plus here, like acre and a half, two acres here, but have that acres be on like a spot where I could just like leave my yard on my dirt bike yeah. and hit the trails. Yeah. And literally just hit the trails and then come back and be in my like that's freaking yeah, goals, dude. dude. Something I've been thinking about recently, just the last like month or two also is like not even striving after like any particular type of property or something but like certain things like that where it's like aspects of your home where it's like dude i want to have like um chickens and stuff like that dude like that's a reason i want land is because i want i want to have like sources of sustenance on my property like farms you know like a little little tiny like just for my family and maybe like you know whatever like some chickens for eggs and like learn how to grow certain like little crops of food so that you have like not only herbs and things that are easy to grow but like you know some little some like pepper plants and like potatoes yeah yeah carrots and just like like spinach just stuff like that that you just like that's part of the day-to-day life is like harvesting and uh you know the, the seasons of like different fruits and vegetables on your property how cool would that be you know what i mean and like there's lots of families that grow up with that in like in them like one i was talking to one guy who was saying he would like his like grandparents property or something when they were kids they would like um have certain like summers where they would grow a whole bunch of what did he say he said pumpkins and he said lots of vegetables like lots of spinach and lettuce and like all sorts of vegetables so he said over the summers him and his family and like brothers and stuff would all have like hella salads and like that was just part of their summers is they knew like when it's summertime that's when like the big these certain vegetables are growing so we're always going to be chopping up like the peppers that we harvest and like lettuce we harvest and we're just gonna have hella salad parties and like pumpkin pies and stuff like that and it's like dude that's just such a cool aspect of life that so many of us don't ever experience where it's like having a seasonal harvest where it's like we know these months of the year we're gonna have these certain foods and so we're gonna make all sorts of like pumpkin products all sorts of like squash products or whatever and it's like i want that you know what i mean i want to live somewhere where you harvest the eggs and just have a fridge full of fresh farm eggs like all the time you know because that's not only is that something you don't no longer have to pay for but it's just like like fulfilling you know what i mean yeah dude yeah no 100 percent. having chickens isn't easy but no, it, no no it's, it is cool it's and all that stuff all, all that, that stuff, stuff is a grind yeah but but i see what you're saying and, and yeah like dude just that's so that'd be so cool just to like wake up in the morning get on your golf cart drive it a hundred feet to the chicken coop right you know what i mean do have like, you just have your routine you know yeah yeah morning betsy how many eggs you give me? Two? Come on, you fat ham. Give him some more. <laughs> <laughs> give him some more. You're going to be fried chicken salad this summer. I just want that to be hey, life. I just want that to be life. You know what I mean? Like, And especially like with what, whatever comes our way, like career-wise, you know, is just like 
is what it is. But I just feel like that is going to be a part of our life. Is like, Dick, imagine if I if like I had a property and we had like acreage between us or whatever, and yeah, like, it'd just like be all kind of like here, but like not here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not here in a sense of like, you know, cross the cross the highway or would it cross the like big intersection? No, it'd be sick if like freaking. Like how it, how I have it now, how like my house is here, Wayne's house is here. If like I had I lived here and like your house was there, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And I want to start really like getting more specific with my prayers in that regard, like like praying for something specifically like that, and having the faith you had with your infinity, where it's like you're not taking anything, anything else. This is like yeah. what you're feeling pulled towards, and it's like that's yeah. what you need. That's kind of what I feel like is as far as a home. Like, and I remember, what... I remember looking. After I had been denied financing for the Infinity, and the guy tried to offer me, he's like, "Oh, you know what? You could get applied for. Like, you know, this was like, the Infinity was like fifteen thousand, so it's time this was like eleven thousand, and it was like a brand new, brand new like Hyundai Elantra, red though. It was like twenty twenty one or whatever year it was, twenty twenty, and." Yeah, he's just like listing all the features. I'm like, dog, no. And then like, like after I started looking though, like I, I like I started to believe the lie of the enemy. And I remember thought that crossed through my head multiple times. But I remember just one day when I was looking, I got this thought, and I was like, maybe I should just look for something cheaper. Like maybe I should just be the guy who gets a freaking Hyundai Sonata or a Honda Civic or some basic something because I I can afford it or whatever. Because with the G, I was so specific. And what I wanted. Yeah. Like, I didn't just want a regular G. Like, those are easy to find. G, G37s, they're all the all around. But you see the bl- if it's black, but then it's got cream interior. Or, okay, it's gray, but it's got cre- cream interior, you know. Or it's a color you finally like, but cream interior, different interior. Yeah. Or vice versa, you know. And you were specifically looking for the X, right? The XS, yeah. It had, like, for sure it couldn't have just been the base model G. It had to be. It, well, not just not the X. I was looking for the S. The X was a plus. Oh. So okay. it had to be the S. The X. But you was, found the X. I found the XS. Yeah. Because they which have you G- rarely see. No. Like yeah, there's G thirty seven base, which is what I got denied for originally. Thank God, because that's yeah. what I was there for, and that thing was blue. Yeah. Um, with like gray interior. Um, G thirty seven S. G37X and G37XS, which is what I ended up getting, black on black. Yeah. Which what are the odds? Yeah, like just, who else but God? I know who else but God, and and I, and yeah, I still I remember like just oh that that thought it, it haunts me because for a second, had I bought into that thought and said you know, it's like dude I wouldn't have that. And yeah. I, was, I love that. Like dude, it's tuned. It's it's how I want it. It's how I envisioned it. And yeah, dude, thank God. And it, and it did put that perspective in me, like where I was like, dude. Then then the next thing I need to do is do the same thing for houses. You know, it's like have that unbreakable faith. Yeah. Yeah. And with Bree and I, you know, with Bree and I both, it'll get done because you know they say we're, we're you know in the Bible and and all over it talks about, but in, in Matthew it says that when two or two or more are gathered, that there His presence is. You know, when two or more are gathered in His name. You know, so. W- w- I always reference that when Brie and I are praying together and um, I want to I wanna go to houses. Like if I look on Zillow, I see a house that I like, not even if it's affordable, but I just see a house that is like, you know, this is cool. I could live here. 
regardless of what the price is, just drive to it, pray over it, you know, in yeah. person, mm-hmm. literally. And because uh, that's what her parents did with where they live. It is. That's a huge testimony. You know, it is. It is. And you know, I'm telling Bree too. It's like we got to be ready because if our next step is praying for a house, like you know, which we do, which which we are, but like if the next if the next step in God's plan is for us to buy a house, then we need to be ready when this market crashes yeah. because nobody knows when the mar- when it's going to crash. But when it does and houses start to become affordable, like, I don't know if it'll crash like it did in 08, but if it does, like, I am trying to be ready, bro. I'm talking like buying two properties or something because I'm not going to sleep on opportunity. You know, like, like the house we looked at before COVID was 250 and we're like, no. And now that house is going for like 650, 700. That's crazy. So crazy. So if it can just drop again. And I can maintain, like, getting them, like, have have the money. Like, I'm not skipping a beat, but I'm telling Bree, like, I know it's not, it, with God, it's never signed, sealed, and delivered. So it's not going to be, oh, yeah, here's a house on two acres, sign here, it's in your budget. There's going to be something that is sketchy, you know, scary, just like my car. I had to buy it without seeing it, you know. Mm-hmm. God said, here it is. But you can't see it first. Yeah. I was like, no. You got faith. Do you really have faith? But I trusted. Like, literally, her mom was like, oh, that's crazy. I would never. I was like, I know, but just trust. Like, I I feel it. Like, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't feel it. But I knew. I knew. Um, And, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like with anything. You know, with anything. It's never, it's never, here you go. You know, there's always going to be, because faith isn't faith unless it's tested. So, 100%. 100%. It's never going to be like, here you go. It's always going to be making that jump. But when you make the jump and it happens, and usually it won't happen like how you see it happening, like it 100% rolled out, you know? Like I thought I was going to have the exhaust before I had the car. And no, you know, I had to get the car and it was a, it was a grind before I got it all the way yeah. I wanted it. And then even after you got the exhaust, it was like it took a minute for you to like get to have it arrive and then have it put on and then have it tuned. It was like a whole thing, and but the squeak like, and oh, then yeah. the squeak. Yeah. So yeah, but, but you know, it's, it's, it's often, so it's oftentimes not how we see it, but it is oftentimes better. Yeah. You know, it's always, it's always better and it's always, it's always so worth it. And it builds your faith so much to where now, like when I look back, you know, on that situation, then I know that regardless of the storm, I'm in when I know God's calling me to buy this house or buy this property or do this or do that. I'm going to do it, yeah. you know, regardless, regardless of the measures, you know, of what it takes. And it's scary. You know, I was listening to a sermon today and it was like, you know, one of the most powerful prayers you can pray, pray is that you would let to let God's will be done because it's oftentimes so different than what we want. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I won't get get into it it's just because it's a lot. But it's it's from Transformation Church. If you're out there listening and you and you want to listen to it further, it's the most recent, one of the most recent ones they did. By the time you're listening to this, it'll be a little up. But it's by Pastor Robert Madu. Hope I'm saying that right. From from Social Dallas, uh, uh, confidence. What was it? Cup. Confidence under pressure. Confidence under pressure, which I needed to hear that today. It was good for me. Um, I got to check that out. 
It was good. Yeah, you should. Josh is back. I saw. Um, yeah, yeah, Pastor Josh is too. back, so I'm very excited for church. Shout out tomorrow. Josh, man. Shout out Ocean Church. I'm hyped to be back tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I just rambled. So I mean, what else? I, what else do we even have? Is that kind of it? It was kind of it. Before we did wrap it up, I wanted to. Um, Kind of like shamelessly plug a little bit because I did restock on Grip Tape. I'm now painting Grip Tapes on Mob, which is the company I've always wanted to paint on. Yeah, and I, that's another testimony for me. Is like shout I, out, hey, shout out Roadrunner, man. Yeah, they if you the last episode we did was with AJ. Go and, peep that episode if you haven't seen it. And episode one twenty. Oh uh, yeah, one twenty was, was with him, and and he's an awesome dude. And he hit me up and gave me an opportunity to to get a good uh, um. I got I got a box of mob grip tape, which is what I wasn't even planning on re-upping on raw grips, but I now have uh, enough sheets of blank mob to do as many, you know, Kelly plenty Hart, of orders. Kelly Hart, if you're listening to this, DM us. We'll work something out. Yeah, because I, I, I had to pay money for all the mob. I got a good deal, but it would be a treasure to be sponsored by mob and paint on them like that. But uh, what I was saying was just I got a lot of grip tapes painted, and I have plenty of blanks to paint. So you can hit, if you have a design you want on your skateboard, look at our Instagrams. We got the grip, the paintings on our boards all the time. Look at Shred Grip on Instagram if you want to see all the paintings I do. And go to ProfessorShred.com if you want to see everything that's ready to order and ship to you. Because I don't only have grip tapes, but I got these shirts, and I got stickers, and I got skate wax. And, and a I book. Got, I got a book that I published. Get a book while you We, we were just talking about getting your finances right and, you know, making you know, investing in your future. And that is one thing that I've done is, um, that book will tell you how to invest in your future. Yeah. It's got, it's got the, the step by step instructions now, but, but I do have a book on there that you can buy and it's the first of many. Um, but yeah, dude. And other than, I mean, we're, we're going to plan to live stream here pretty soon in the next couple episodes. So that's something to touch on before we wrap up. Yeah. But no, like on that, on that real quick, for real, go follow shred grip. And I, I want to say, like, you know, I skate primitive, not for primitive, but I skate primitive boards. I mean, A, I will skate for primitive. P-Rod hit me up. <laughs> um, but, like, they they do a lot of anime collabs, you know, with Naruto, Dragon Ball Z. They've done a lot. And Brian paints a lot of anime grip. And what I've been doing recently, it kind of started out as not accident, but it I didn't think it would be really become a trend like it has been for me. But I've been getting a board and they're just hitting Brian up, and he's been able to. He, most time, he he's had the grip already. Literally had the grip printed, ready to go already, like in his inventory from yeah. the board I'm getting. Whether it's Naruto, My Hero, yeah. Dragon we did, Ball, we did Madara. We did that was badass to see it on flip sides, and then Bakugo was yeah. most recently the matching graphic and grip. So, and I know a lot of different companies are out there doing these anime collabs. I know Santa Cruz did like a, a Stranger Things collab. Um, I, you know, and so I know. So if you're skating a board, and you want it to match, and you're not because you're not lame, and you don't just want to look down at a black piece of grip, and you don't also want to be basic and buy a piece of grip from a shop that's been laser stenciled on that took no effort that they punched into the computer and press a button. Every single shred grip is hand painted to order. Follow Shred Grip. I'm done talking about it. If his Etsy don't sell out by this week, I'm canceling the podcast. I'm not even going to do it anymore. Because what's it matter if y'all don't listen? No, I'm just playing. I got a five-star review today. Got a little email saying that the that late order that I was stressed because it was a couple days late. 
I always end up throwing a little couple things extra in there and writing a note saying like, thanks for your patience. You know, here's a couple five of little stickers. Five star review? Uh, five star Etsy review. Then why does it matter? No, I'm just no, kidding. It, it, it builds, it builds yeah, traffic for like, sure. Yeah, so on it, Etsy? No, nah, it's good. Yeah. And I like, I always paint the boxes too. I'll put like on this one, I did like just the black uh, Goku black layer. And I just painted it on the box and then wrote, like, enjoy the ride like I always do. And she commented that in the five-star review. She's like, awesome, like, awesome paint. And it was a painting. It wasn't a grip. It was a canvas painting of Todoroki that I sent her that she bought. And uh, she was hyped. She painted it to make it look like a shoebox next time. Trick (laughs) them. Adidas? Shoes? No. I didn't order Adidas. Oh, it's Todoroki. But where it says Adidas? Shed grip. Shed grip. Shed grip. Yeah, but um, also we could plug the Skating with Snacks event that's coming up. It'll be Let's real it soon up, once you're listening to this. Let's plug it up, dude. Yeah, dude. Skating with Snacks. We're we're uh, very Yo, excited. For, back to school event. We're going to be giving away school supplies. We're going to be giving away skate gear. We're go- I've got a whole big stack right over there in the corner of the room of boards we're going to refurbish that we skated. Some of which, actually, the Madara is one of them. So a lot of these are actually like... Pro boards that we have skated that have dope grips on them that we're going to fix up and give out, uh, you know, we're going to give out the snacks and water like we did. We're going to, ha- you know, enjoy skating together. And hopefully some of these kids that maybe their families can't afford to get them the school supplies and skate gear and healthy snacks they need. We got you. We got you for August 6th. Come join us. Veteran Skate Park. We got a lot planned. Yeah, yeah. Um, check we, the, we will check be going video. live on the podcast and there's going to be plenty of footage and stuff like from that event at the end of summer, but we're going to be, we're going to do our best to go live here on city of Palms podcast and, um, have Kyle and, uh, from skating with snacks on and, um, have a little party live stream party where we raise some money for the event, some last minute funds to get, you know, these kids some backpacks, get these kids some helmets. If, uh, you know, we just need a couple more sets of trucks to set up some complete boards. We'll do that. We, we already got, dude, it's crazy, man. We already got a bunch of uh, grant money from like grocery stores and stuff. And we Shout got out to the people helping us out. Tons of support from the city too. There's like a lot of people in the city who've been helping us out. Um, I won't put any names out there until it's official, but a lot going on, dude. And it's really cool because skateboarding is one of, skateboarding is the greatest thing that's happened in my life, you know, arguably, and um, continues to happen to my life. And so just to spread that influence onto kids and help them realize how skating can really just like just be such an outlet of light in your life like it has been for us. That's like that's the goal right there. So um, go follow Skating with Snacks. Go to skatingwithsnacks.org. Um, from the beginning, dude. And we've done a handful of these events and they, they've got this one's going to be crazy, man. I'm so excited to see how this one pops off. I hope hella families show up and show out and really get stoked. Me too. Me too, dude. Where can um, they find us at? Nah, but for real, everybody pull up August 6th to Veterans. All day event. If you're there and we ain't there, just know you late. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your calendar. It ain't on August 6th. Yeah, nah, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. Um,. In fact, I just, if you're a parent listening to this, don't buy any school supplies. Just rely solely on the giveaway. We'll lace your kids up. We got you. I'm just playing. In fact, email us your list of what your kid needs for the grade they're going into. We will get everything. <laughs> I don't care if you have one kid, two kids, 10 kids, or 20 kids. 
Call me. You remember those lists that are like two highlighters, yeah. a ruler? But at the bottom, like, they're like a box of Kleenex and Band-Aids would be cool too. Or yeah. copy paper. <laughs> as like, much copy paper as you could realistically afford. Yeah. yeah. But some of that stuff really is pricey. Nowadays, I, it'd be like a $40 Wawa card. <laughs> for real. It's like, fill my gas tank oh my and, gas. and we're good. We're ready to start year. the year. But like, dude, lunchboxes, backpacks, that kind of stuff, helmets, th- those things are like hard to afford sometimes. You feel me? That's yeah. not just like a little $2 pack of pencils. Nah. My main goal in hosting this entire event and wanting to be such a big part of it, not only do obviously help skating with snacks, what what I'm a part of, but um, it's to bless a family, you know? 100%. Uh, I think there could, I know there's probably some families out there that are stressing about, you know, I remember being one of those kids that, you know, we had a, we had a big family. And so this time of year, you know, um, it was hard, you know, going back to school for a lot of kids was hype because you got to show that new school year swag, you know what I mean? And most kids, I felt like got to go shopping for, you know, school clothes every year and stuff like that. And for us, for me, especially being the youngest, it was a lot of hand-me-downs, um, you know, and you know, literally just today I was at mom's and I saw the recorder from a music class and it has my name, Brian L scratched out Danny L. That's so hilarious. Literally you get to see literally hand yeah. down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So yeah, I mean it, it like be just being able to be a part of making the difference and not only a kid's life, but, um, a parent, you know, being able to take some of the stress off of a parent's shoulders is what I'm doing it for. So if you are a parent, if you happen to be listening to this, if you got kids or if you know somebody, um, stressing in any way about this upcoming thing i encourage you to show out august 6th because i can promise you i personally like won't let you down really if you if you're listening to this and you show up um i'll go out of my way to make sure uh you feel confident like starting the year um also dm me if if you feel like you can't make it mm-hmm. august 6th DM send me. us those lists for real like like not like not even joking you could send us the list of what you got we'll you gotta get can to make it happen we'll do what we can yeah um, we the guy. I feel like the Lord's put the passion in our heart for a reason, and it's for this. You know, like we to bless a family. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, DM us City of Palms podcast. Um, on Instagram would be the best way for both of us to see it. Follow us while you're at it. You know, that's the best way to stay update up to date with what we're doing. Um, like I said, we've been sick, but you know, your boys ain't going nowhere. It's episode one twenty one. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Subscribe to the YouTube. Comment uh, what your favorite part of the episode was. Hit him with the outro, Biscuit. Uh, August 6th, veterans pull up. <laughs> <laughs>